You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. How are you, mate? Good, mate. How are you? <coughs> I'm alright. You're a bit sick. A little bit. <coughs> Not a too bit. bad. Not too bad. A bit nasally. Yeah. A bit nasally. A bit nasally. You doing anything for that? Uh, yeah. I had something. Yeah? I did have something. You had something? It actually made me feel a fuckload better. I have had I was a experience. bit like, not a, you know, a little bit head coldy, mm. like a bit headachey, a little mm. bit, nothing crazy, mm. just a little fucking, little something. Low on energy. Had something, feel a lot better. Yeah. That's not a, like an allusion to any sort of narcs either, just isn't like, you know. No, 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 no. I'm talking about like shit you can buy yeah, like, in store. Well, online. You could buy it in store. You could. Like it's legal. Yes, exactly. It's legal. But you can't buy it anywhere actually, wouldn't you? Uh, feeling better. Tell you who wouldn't be feeling good? Like, who'd be fucking wigging? <laughs> the head tech guy at Optus. Oh, Whoever bro. that is. Is there a head tech guy? Well, there'd have to be a head what tech the man. What about the CEO? Like, well, they obviously. fucking, the biggest data breach in human history, allegedly, maybe, a, you know, close to it. Then your whole fucking network drops, proudly not with Optus. Optus would though CEOs shitting themselves, but like the CEO's on the blower to head technician being Going, like, fix it. What the fuck are you doing? Because the CEO can't fix it. CEO, I'm guessing, not that tech savvy. Whereas the CEO has to face up. Who's you know? who's head tech? Well, I'll find out who head tech is. The CEO is actually the mother of someone who was in my year at school. I won't say who. The managing director of Optus is, of course, Gladys Berejiklian. Gladys. Gladys is managing director. At Optus, yeah. She of took over ICAC that job. fame. Of ICAC fame, yes. Could you, and not to get full icac but I thought she was meant to like, I thought something's meant to happen if you get found to be Well, so corrupt. I think there was findings and now she's appealing the findings, but just like everything, the whole fucking process is like, takes years and years. Yeah, so it's okay. all still being So they just basically out. wait for you to forget about the How many New South Wales premiers have been ICAC'd? Oh, a lot of them. She was chonging. It's almost most of them, isn't she it? She was chonging a real corrupt cookie. But then who was the one that got the bottle of wine? Barry O'Farrell. Barry O'Farrell. Barry. That to me is a little bit like, it's a fucking bottle of wine, but it was Grange, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, it was Grange. It wasn't the but lockout law guy, wasn't he a little bit? Mike, no, Mike Baird wasn't ICAC. He didn't I get ICAC, but he did the Greyhound been. racing band, and then everyone was like, oi, fuckhead. And he'd already had it like lined up to be sold to... Uh, Christian Church, I believe. Yes. Allegedly, Allegedly. Could be wrong. Vodabin um, Hillsong. The guy who basically like legislated ICAC was Neville Ran in the late 80s, I think, who basically introduced it to try prosecute the previous Labor governments that were in power. He then ended up, he then ended up getting ICAC'd in his first term. Jesus Christ. And didn't his... Oh, actually, I won't even go into that. Um, that fucking Mike... Was it Mike Baird? Who's, yeah. the, who's the one who fucked the Greyhound? Yeah, Mike Baird. Yeah. And then the lockout laws. Like, Wasn't he a lockout lawman? Yeah, was that he was Barry? A, no, he yeah. was a lockout lawman. Casino law, Mike, they would call yeah, it. Yeah, that's it. Casino Mike. Oh, one, of the, one of the fucking great maps all time is, is just like a, a bird's eye view of the city and where the lockout laws are and just the slither in Piermont where there may or may not have been a Star City casino there. You yeah. know what I mean? Absurd. I can't believe they were just, they were like, yeah, this will fly. Like this will get through. It got, but like it does. It, but it because did. No, of course it did because nothing ever happens. So like I am not sh- like you go okay, like prove it or you can't prove it because like you know we're just a little guy, mate. Well, no it doesn't matter what you think. No, it doesn't. They just do it anyway. They just do it anyway. They don't give a fuck. No, I 
I even am, Gladys, that shit with her, man. Like, again, all alleged ICAC, whatever, but like, fuck me, mate. Like, with the stuff he was up to, he has a key to your house. You guys are chonging on the reg. Hey, power to you. Happy for everyone to fuck here at Hello Sport. Let mm. that be on the public record. Oh, but, we're pro. We're pro fucking. But like, we're pro root. We're pro root. P and V, P and B, P and M. V yeah. and M, V yeah. on V, fucking yep. whatever. P and N, P and E. P, exactly. Like, yeah, stick yeah, it wherever yeah, you yeah, can yeah, yeah. and have things stuck in. Feet on P. Yeah. Feet, toes yeah. in A. Yeah. Toes in V. Fuck, like whatever you need to do. Yeah. We P, just, P and P. Yeah. P, P on F. P on F, P on T's. Yeah, P on T's. <laughs> P on B. <laughs> we're pro it is what we're saying. P and but A. You, you, can't, you can't be... Fucking some seriously corrupt guy who's like talking about it and not know. Again, and I'm butchering any facts that may or may not be true. So that's alleged. All you're saying is, I'm not shocked that she works for Optus. That's well in a roundabout way. She can't get away from the bullshit. She's like, I've just I've fucking done a couple of years COVID doing those daily press conferences, which would have become the most monotonous thing of all time. They became monotonous very quickly, didn't they? Overnight, we had. Uh, 52 reported cases. Um, so we're going to lock down the entire... For what essentially was Western a common suburbs. cold. No offence. No offence. <clears throat> anyway. Lock down the entire western suburbs. Uh, the eastern suburbs do not need to be locked down. Uh, yeah. Westies can't be trusted, which was just so anti-Westie that I'm just... Makes it was me disgusting. Sick. Yeah, it made us... What sick. do you reckon fucking keeps a bloody country going? The Westies. Westies. <clears throat> like, oh, that's like a fact though, right? Westies keep Sydney going. 1,000%. You been out to fucking Western Sydney? Place is pumping. Yeah, it is. It's really getting into its work. Fucking oath it is. Keeps the city afloat. Westies, we, we see ya. We see ya. Now, Gladys goes from, like, the life of great monotony and stress and COVID now to dealing with this bullshit. Well, think about pre-COVID. It's been down. I'd say that a life of great... For, like, at least three hours. Uh, the life of great monotony was pre-COVID, right? Then she rolls, and then COVID hits. like, holy shit. Yeah, but good monotony. Not really, because you're on TV every single day and everyone's going, what the fuck you are you doing? You said pre-COVID. No, there's pre-COVID monotony, good monotony. Yes, then right. COVID hits, it's not monotony, it's fucking chaos. Bad monotony. Then, whatever that fucking, you know, scumbag lover of hers, corrupt guy, more chaos. Like, she's had a fucking run. And then you go into, oh, well, now I'm with Optus, even though I'm now, like, ICAC's fucked me and I'm reviewing it. And now it's like, oh, Optus has gone down. Is she answering? Does anyone Has anyone from Optus said a goddamn thing? I would have had to have released something. Yeah, yeah, they've said they're working on it. But this oh, is great. also, in September 2022, there was also a big data breach at Optus. That's right. Fucking Optus. I'd be shocked if this isn't another data breach. Anytime I see any of these companies go down, oh, Instagram outage... Instagram outage fucking for, you know, 24 hours or WhatsApp's down. Oh, yeah, something else. I'm like, they are just scraping everyone's data and then just firing things back up again. I heard, I don't even know if I've said it on the podcast. Oh. Oh. I don't know if I've said it on the podcast before, but I was told this by a mate some time ago that apparently if anything goes down, it's one of two things that's happened, generally speaking. Either it's been hacked externally or it's been hacked internally. Mm. So, like, they've got data teams. I mean, just not take my your, It's not my It's day. not your day, mate. Take your hat they've off. They've got data teams whose job, or fucking security teams whose job is just to try and hack in. And when they do, 
you, once you start hacking, it's sort of like snowballs. You can't really stop, if that makes sense. So an internal hack, almost like we're just trying to find the cracks in the wall. Correct. Chinks in the armor. Constantly looking. Constantly looking. Yep. And, and apparently... Then, and then it's, is it almost like backburning that gets out of control? We go, oh, fuck. Well, what, you're exactly right. But it's sort of like it's necessary because you sort of got to push it. It was the way it was described to me. Uh, don't shit down my throat, Josh Masood style, please. Tech heads out there. Do that not Masood That's not how it works. How the fuck would I know? I don't know anything. All right? So I you're just, just saying to the tech heads not to slit your throat and <laughs> shit down your neck. That's what I'm asking for. A little bit of common courtesy. Yeah. Don't Today of all him. days, when yeah. my phone's down and I'm a little bit sick, don't masood me, please. Shout out to Josh Masood. Mm. Uh, hope you're well, brah. <laughs> I did also hear, Tom, that most security systems, from a tech perspective, are fucking woefully inadequate. Oh, I mean, that wouldn't shock. I'd As be evidence- shocked if they were really good, to be honest. As evidenced by the fact that everything is getting hacked all the time. I was, I tell you what I was. I'm fucking, I got hacked. I can't access shit on my MyGov because they're like, oh, you basically need to, you've been hacked. You've been part of a data breach. Oh, you've been hacked. I was part of a data breach from some old uh, super company. Blockbuster or Superannuation. So anytime I want to get to something on my ATO, MyGov, I have to let them know. They open it up for like 24 hours. I get what I need and then bang, shuts back down. Fair income. For a couple of years, I got to do that. That sounds fucking scat as shit. I was the other day, and by the other day, I mean probably three months ago, mm. maybe two. Time flies when you're having fun. Yeah. Was watching Ashley Madison, the documentary. One of the great fuck. That's probably got to be the greatest data fucking stitch up of all, of all time. time. Yeah. That's the one where, like, you used to be able to go and fuck people anonymously. Was that? Well, like you. Like a would, dating app that was anonymous? It was fucking. It was people. Married people. The, yeah, so it was four people that wanted to cheat on their partners. Correct. Now, shock horror, 95% of people on there with men. So they just had to like create fake bot uh, female accounts. Like cunts would be on there getting uh, just bot responses the whole time. Basically, no one had under, ended up getting a root. Dude, like, no one got a load off. Well, I think people got loads off early in the going when, the, when it was a little bit more, you know, maybe 100 to 1. But when it gets to like... A million to 20. That's it's so just, funny. It's hard to get a number. They really should be like, it should be an exclusive, like, hey, we got to balance out the numbers here. There's got to be enough fish in the ocean. I, there's just, it's like, I think men, historically, statistically, a little bit more about that life. Which is why the the the, not the a little sexual, bit more, the a sex life more. of the gay man is so appealing were it not for the fact that I'm not attracted to men. I've always wanted to be gay, Tom. If not for the fact that I love my wife and I happen to be heterosexual. Yes. But, but I just I, I look at the life of the gays How from a sexual perspective and I just see layups. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be easy. Like you hear you hear whispers of stuff that goes on. You think, good lord. That sounds fantastic <laughs> if I was into it. It sounds fantastic. Yeah. It, do, it just does. It just does. And that's why Grindr's probably still getting into its work. I've been led to believe you can just, you can like, you basically, you're basically five minutes from a route. Mm. Uber routes. Uber routes. Just Uber in, a, in a, a shag and be on your merry way. And as a man, happily married heterosexual man, were I not married and in love and able to, you know, for that to be the done, like... How often do you reckon you'd be on there? Fair income. It might become a problem, actually. If you were single and 
you and you were you swung Ready either both ways or you or you just love man right? Mm. Do you do you think you'd be on there what a couple, couple of times on the weekend and maybe well, like a couple midweek? Well, I think it depends because even even the best of us get sick of rooting. You know what I mean? And that's not in any well, way to be like, oh, I'm rooting so much. But there are times that you go some, like, There's some people that don't. Well, no. But yeah, sure. You're asking I'm me. I'm looking though. at you. Big job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, you know, like, I think a couple of times a week, you'd be on there, wouldn't you? You'd be, ship, you'd be shipping a bloke in at least every weekend, minimum. Especially after. And, like, what's the go? Like, there's no, like, time limit on this thing. Like, you could be... You could be out there perusing for roots at like three in the morning, four in the morning, five in the morning. Like it doesn't really matter, I'm assuming, right? And Grinder, as far as I'm I've been led to believe, is just for a route. Like you're not going on there to find love. Oh, so that it's not even like a hey, let's go get a drink. It's like I don't, let's go on I don't fight. know. I don't know. That's where how it's been explained to we me. We do probably need to speak to an expert. Jack, not Jack Archdale. Another Jack. Another Jack. Coming soon. Yes. Not coming soon. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> not coming soon. No. Not C-U-M. No. Ing. On the rare occasion we're not saying coming in that, in that regard. Uh, so maybe we need to speak to Jack. I think so. Get a bit more of a grinder insight. I think it would help. I actually think it would help. Just a, more, just a curiosity. Yeah. Sure. I know they say that curiosity kills the cat, but we're not I'm not a cat. No, so that's fine. Um, and, and we will... Carry on accordingly. Anyway, we'd be gay if we could. Um, <laughs> we move on. The tinfoil hats can come off now. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I think so. Um, so, Dave, no one, nothing. You've got nothing for us on Optus. Uh, so, basically, the... How been down for? Uh, there are reports that it's back up now. Oh, um, So, that would make it, you know, eight or something hours uh, since early this morning. Let me tell you. No, I still have nothing. Well, according to the ABC News Live blog, people are reporting that it's back online, but there's no official word from Optus yet. Both Optus and uh, the Government Home Affairs Ministry have said that it's not a cyber attack, that it's not a hack of any sort. But from what I read, the fact that it's down everywhere means it's not like a tower that's out or it's not like part of their systems that's down. If everything's gone... Yeah, that has to be something. something Someone's big. getting one of the great whippings all time. Yeah, so they should. Absolutely. I'm still down. Whipping, you're still down. Yeah, and it's fucking annoying. Can you use the internet though? No, oh, I can use it here. You can use like Wi-Fi and shit. I felt very lost on the way here in the car. Very lost and alone. Really? Yeah. Same here. Like was I wasn't weird. lost because I knew where I was going. But if I didn't know where I was going, I'd been fucked. Yes, and you, yeah, because right, you couldn't like even. Because usually I check so maps. Even There's like three different ways to get to work from my place and one's always way quicker than the others. So I just had to raw dog it, pick one way and luckily it was fine. Felt like it was all right? You raw dogged it? Raw dogged it. You got a bit of clean. raw dog in you, mate? Yeah, got a bit of raw dog in me. <laughs> I don't reckon you do. I reckon you're a, a <laughs> double coverage out, sort of guy. You're going to find out, bro? Double coverage. I will cover it. Fuck around find out. Yeah. Yeah, right. Okay, well, shout out to Optus for, um, you Being know. pathetic. One of the great track records of the last couple of also, years. Also, happy to be like, you know, I'm, I can be paid to have a different opinion. Hey, listen, sponsorship is what sponsorship is. Worth reminding the punter and the dribbler, Tom and I will bend over for the corporate dollar. Have done, will done, will continue to do. Will continue to do. Tell you what um, we won't do, Eddie. Tell you what we won't do. What? We won't sit here and 
accept anything less than uh, thank yous from the entire nation for Glenn Maxwell's form. I just, it, it frustrates me, Tom. It really frustrates me. I'm not going to say it boils my blood. I'm probably not there yet, mm. but fuck, I'm not far off. Mm. Maxwell hadn't done anything of note until we whipped him into shape. Yeah. You won't find an innings of substance, one that mattered, one that counted, mm. before he got one of the great whippings. We said, Glenn, double end, Glenn, we need more from your son. If we're to lift our sixth, correct me if I'm wrong, World Cup in India, what a place to do it, we need you hitting big scores, big tons for the nation. Now, overnight, well, when our well back- hold on. After we ripped him a new asshole, he goes out and scores the fastest hundred in the World Cup in the history of the World Cup. In the Cup. history of the World Cup, correct. Forty balls. He then goes out on the next game to put in a brave forty uh, that we really fucking needed against New Zealand, I believe. Or was it England? Or was it England? Then no, didn't he miss the English game because of concussion? Oh yeah. yeah. You're right, New Zealand. Then he goes and falls off a golf cart. Not our fault, but he's just high on his own supply here. Comes out, hits 200 in the greatest innings I've ever seen. And then these fucking dumb dribblers can't go, oh, did you see that? And it's like, yeah, but you're giving us evidence after we said the thing. It's happened since we said it. No, no, no. So you're proving you're our point. You're making our point. Because we said that he hadn't and he needed to, and then now he's doing it. You're essentially the dribbler, and there was plenty of them in punters and dribblers, were acknowledging what we'd done. Yeah. They were trying to rip us, but in doing so, we're acknowledging our greatness. You're proving the point that we got this guy into the form he's in. Now, if he's to f- continue this form and we win the World Cup, I don't think it's too much to at least suggest that Tom and I had... you. I'll allow people to say significant impact, but just a small impact in us winning the World Cup will do. Yes, yeah, yeah. Part of it. We certainly played... We played a A part, no small part, in the success of this side. Like, we should get a medal. Yeah. I'd accept one. I wouldn't feel weird about accepting one, knowing what we've done. No. Oh, did you see Glenn Maxwell? Yeah, I did see it. You fucking idiots. Yeah. I saw him do it after one of the great rev-ups all the time. Yeah. Now, 201 off 128 seeds. Basically, Ridiculous. scored 100 without moving his feet. Mate. Just swinging, connecting, and fucking dominating. As a bowler, it would have been one of the most awful experiences of your life, getting carded by a bloke who couldn't even move. It was, it was like you're watching it going, these guys have no fucking idea what to do. And Paddy Cummins, old blue eyes at the other end, only 12 runs. Off 68, but just n- doing not, a job. Yeah, not just that. So he came in, uh, he made in the total partnership between him and Maxwell, the partnership was, I think, 203. Pat Cummins made two of those runs. He was just there supporting. 203 in, and he got 200 runs. Insane. Yeah, so when Maxwell came in, we were seven for 91. We finished on 293. And that's, what, 202 runs more and Maxwell made 201. Some of the shots he was playing, again... When he was moving his feet, some of the like creative shots he's playing, you're like, Jesus Christ. But then when he couldn't even move his feet, some of the shots he was hitting were just absurd. The six at the end to win it and oh, against 200 was 200. so fucking arsy. Yeah, I know. Like the, uh, probably the arsiest thing I've ever seen in my life. Shout out to old mate who dropped him with 33. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that's destiny, right? That's fate. Yeah. The cricket gods were shining... 
brightly on our boy Glenn, Dublin Glenn. Well, I think he's probably got like 12 ends now. I couldn't count. Well, he would have taken a few ends out of some fucking bowlers. That's for damn sure. Any ends that he, he yeah, well, out here. Uh, so Mujib Nor- Rahman, he's now just Rama. Naveen, Rashid is- Khan, Rashid Khan, Naveen Ul Haq, he's now just Avi Ul Haq. N- Muhammad Nabi is just Muhammad Abi. Uh, Nor Ahmad is Ur Ahmad. There's ends taken left, right, and There's- center. How many's he taken? One, two. Three, four, five. So he's now a seven and Glenn. Hold on. One, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, no. Yeah, six. Six ends. Six ends. So he's That's an eight and eight Glenn. Glenn. Huge. Yeah. I've never seen anyone with more than two or three, sorry. Shout out to eight and Glenn. Yeah. That's fucking terrific. I, it's a real, a really good signs us being able to come out and win that game. Yeah, because it was all against us, and then you got to win those. You got to come back and win them. Smudge was dropped, right? Yeah, he wasn't playing. That's uh, he wasn't playing. But was, but he like, was he dropped? dropped? Uh, yeah, I don't think he's injured. It's funny, like you see this side. Obviously, we're in a bit of we're in a purple patch, but just like every time when the you know the wickets was like fuck, we've got. A pretty stacked rugby league cricket side there. Like it, when you see the each, like we didn't bat very well, and thank Christ. Well, Travis Head's dismissal was. Tra- well, so was Travis Josh Inglis. Rank. Josh Inglis also rank. Um, but like we do have a good team. We've got a World Cup winning side. We've got a World Cup winning side. It's as simple as we've that. We've got runs, we've got wickets. It'd be a nice way to see out the year, wouldn't it? Have we won anything this year, you and I? Just trying to think. Well, we um, we won the Pacific Championship in the Rugby League. Um, other than that... I don't think we've won anything. We almost won the World Cup. Didn't. Rugby. I'm not, I'm not talking about almost or bled close enough. Got a bled. But again, that's sort of par for the course. We always do. <laughs> We've never lost one, so that doesn't count either. No, it doesn't really. I think this would be the, f- the first one. Fuck, we're due. We are due. You and I. Yeah. Like, who's more deservant than us for victories? I Obviously, we retain the Ashes, punters and dribblers, but I don't... Listen, I wanted to win. You fucking do. got a good side when you're dropping smudge. Now, you know what I mean? Like, you drop smudge, you got a good side. I would have thought Glenn Maxwell higher up the order than where he bats. Can you check that he wasn't there wasn't something going on, Dave? Because mm-hmm. I'm just waiting. He for had some vertigo and shit. I saw in a video he had vertigo bad. Well, maybe he had vertigo. Maybe he was arrested. A vertigo based resting. I didn't know that Smudge was a sufferer of vertigo. What is vertigo? I think it's something to do with like your equilibrium in your head. Like you feel like fucking uh, off balance. Can it? you get horror go? What is that? Vertigo, vertical, horizontal, horrigo. Okay. I mean, that's one for Dave. Like, we, like, do you get vertigo from where, from standing up? Can you get horrigo from laying down? That's usually, I think, when you've had too much to drink. Get horrigo. Yeah, so Steve Smith, it was basically a bit of a 50-50 call. His vertigo symptoms were there. Like, he did have symptoms before the England game as well, and he came out and played, but they just figured... So he was rested. Yeah. He was Probably dropped. for Stoinis. 
How did he bowl Stoinis? Any wicks? No. Only bowled one over for two. Okay. So he's not essential in our attack in that regard. Okay, so we assume he's rested. So you can all calm down. Calm Cricket down. Cricket dribbler. So calm down, Kendo. Vertigo is a condition in which a person has the sensation of movement or of surrounding objects moving when they're not. That so it's like suck. spinning when you're standing up. That would suck. Oh, really? There was video footage of him like That'd crawling around. That would suck. Can you find the video footage of him like crawling around at training being like, oh, fuck, like what's going on? That'd suck. Yeah. And I, I think the J- great Jason Day had vertigo for a bit. Yeah, is there a cure for vertigo? I think there's stuff like um like anti-nausea tablets that you can take. Maybe you get, get blind drunk and everything just straightens out. Yeah, but then you're an alcoholic. You know? It's a great point. It's a great point. Yeah. Um, but everyone calling it the greatest innings of all time. One day innings. Mm. Others also calling it the greatest rev up all time. Well, our greatest rev up produced the greatest one day innings of all time. You can thank us. You, you won't. Think you know you won't. No, you won't. Ungrateful. That's I wouldn't okay. mind one from Kendo. Nah, Kendo. Mate, oh, Kendo. I just wouldn't mind one. Well, I know. Of allegedly taking international scouts fame. He's too high in his own supply to do that. He sees himself as like a cricket guy who never, you know, reached the heights. Yeah. Well, did he give one of the great rev-ups or not? No, but I don't think he could. Look, look at Smudge here. Shit. Oh, fuck. Oh, he's... Look at him, like... Oh. Oh. That doesn't look like fun. That looks awful. Do we want to hear what he says about it? Yep. Might need to click some ball on there. I beat it. I've had a bit of uh, vertigo stuff the last day or so, so it's just been a bit um, bit annoying. So uh, hopefully I can get through training today and be all good. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's not a nice place to be. Is that something you battle with a bit, or...? Uh, occasionally, I've had a few episodes, so uh, I can tell you it's not the funnest space to be in. Um, but um, yeah, I'll go out and have a hit, and hopefully be okay. And we'll see how we go. Fuck, he's got a voice on him, doesn't he? He's got an incredible voice. He really does. Punters and Dribblers, today's episode brought to you by Good Day, the fastest-selling multivitamin of all time. Do I have data to back that up? No, I don't. That's a vibe-based thing. Big shout-out to the, the dribblers that are already uh, on it. It's it's changing lives. I think 207 reviews, five-star, all of them at begoodhealth.com.au. If you need... Uh, to hear it straight from the dribbler's mouth, go and read them because it's been described multiple times as life-changing. As we explained last week, we are currently uh, taking pre-orders only as we are out of stock because it's sold way quicker than anyone could have possibly expected, which we fucking love you all for. We are taking pre-orders. It'll be back in stock later this month. And if you are a subscriber, you will be getting the goods you have not been forgotten about. Begoodhealth.com.au, code dribbler for 20% off. We love ya. Punters and Dribblers, the podcast is always brought to you by the betting platform of choice over here, and that is Neds. Neds, baby. Neds. That's it. Number one in Australia, in our opinion, nay the world, nay the universe. Nay, the multiverse. Now, if you want to follow Tom and I and our mate Guru and our mate Sebo 
I mean, I think Tobler's on there, but who cares about that? The Profiles tab, Ed, it's uh, an innovation by Neds where you can go and you can see what people are betting on. It is essentially accountability in app form. Well, it's accountability personified. Correct. Uh, there's also obviously the About Even group in there where everyone's sharing their own bets, giving each other shit, having a laugh, having a chuckle, having a Paul Rahihi. That's a rugby league reference that some may not get. But no, I will. liked it. Now, you win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Bye, a six-pack of Big Day Rosé at hellosport.shop. What are we doing month of May? Because we are working our way through the remainder of the uh, the most recent vintage. Got a couple left that we want to get rid of before we then turn all of our attention to the end of the year. Just feeling generous, Tom. We're feeling generous, and it's, a, it's, it's sale time. We just thought, fuck it. If you buy a case and you use the code MANLY... You get fifty bucks off the case. If you, you buy go. two cases, you get a hundred bucks off. Yep. You get what I'm trying to say. Go to hellosport.shop, bang, rose on there, code manly, fifty bucks off a case. Pretty fucking generous if you ask me. But we love the punter and we love the dribbler and we're just like let's get this vintage out there to the people that yep. want it most. Let's get it in the gullets of the nation. That's right. Gull it up. That big, fat, murderous bitch from Melbourne uh, yep. who's given people mushrooms, allegedly she's been charged. Is that correct? Yes. yes. What's the latest on her, please? Or they not release shit and we have to wait to the court case. Well, Wouldn't I mind nipping in there and fucking watching Mate, it. Mate, well, it's down in Melbourne. We I thought it was annoying. Blue Mountains. Yeah, well, how did we get that wrong? I don't know. I you mean, were saying mountain folk nonstop. I think it is mountain folk, but it's Victorian mountains. Which is even, I don't know, actually, I don't know if that's worse or not. Well, I don't know. I don't, I don't know the escarpment. Well, but it's not even the escarpment. mountain folk. Dude. It's not even the they are, but I don't, I don't spend much time in Victoria, so I don't Thankfully. have a real sense for what they're like. It's, is it mountain? It's a town in the foothills of the Strezelecki Ranges. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. Okay. So it's not far from the Can mountains. you get me some, uh, some meterage, some altitude? Also some, like a... Uh, Town population. There you go. Five thousand. That's that's etch mountainous folk population. Yeah, it is. There's apparently some documentary out as well. Carry on. The elevation is eighty-eight meters above sea level. Oh, so it's not mountain folk at all. But it's foothills of mountains. Which eighty-eight meters? No, that's not. That's nothing. But if you're at the foothills of mountains, I sometimes think low-lying mountain folk. So you reckon Penrith are mountain folk? Because they call the, the Panthers the mountain men. I just don't think you constitute as a mountain folk unless if you're living at 88 metres. Look, I understand. It really does depend, though, on where... Like, if you're at the base of a mountain, you're mountain folk. In, like, a real... Because the mountain is part of you, right? You subsist off mountain energy... Off mountain, so you uh, reckon the mountain, the mountain energy trickles down to you? Well, if you're drinking water from, you know, like that water's run off the mountain, you're, at the, you know, like you probably sneak up in the mountain and do weird shit. Where do you reckon those mushrooms allegedly came from? Mm. So she gets up there and to, to do a bit of mountaineering, bit of mountain. Water. I don't know if she gets. Uh, she probably drives. I don't know if she's up there fucking on. Well, well no, floor. of course she's not walking, but she's up there mountaining about. Just I, existing on the mountain. Just existing on the mountain, fucking doing weird We've shit. seen her. She's not active. No. She's active in the mushroom business. Well, she's active in the killing in the business. Yeah, in the killing.
So she was charged also with two attempted murders of her husband from like 2021, 2022. Wasn't there a couple other people that they've fucking got eyes on her for? Yeah, so she's been charged with five counts of attempted murder. Four of those relate to her former partner, Simon Patterson. Four of them? Yes. I mean, how the fuck does it... And again, who knows? But like, if wasn't he suspecting that she was trying to fucking kill him? I don't know where his head was at. He kept getting sick, but then he kept going back for more. Kept going back for more, but then he's like, sends his family over there for dinner. But he bailed on that dinner because last time he'd gotten sick all these times. Did twice. anyone die? Yeah. yeah. Three. Oh, or they four. actually died. His parents. His Couldn't parents remember. died. Oh, yeah. And then he's like, fucking auntie and uncle or something. What's he doing letting them go around there? That's what I mean. And his kids. He's almost shit. complicit. Alleged. But, like, that's the thing. But he's also, she's tried to kill him a couple of times. But you, should, if you're like, I'm not going over this bitch. Or if you keep sick. going over there eating weird mushrooms, getting sick as fuck, I'm not going back, which he didn't. But he's gone back three times. I'm not letting anyone get around there. What's he look like? I only so. ask because of the, I'm interested, based on her. Um, <laughs> sure. But, like... Okay. I tell you when I really stopped believing this this lady, and again... Uh, See that photo down there? That's complete bullshit. Look what? at her. That's forced. Her? That's what I'm saying. Look at that. Innocent until proven guilty and all that. She has been charged, but when she was standing out there, like, fucking crying in front of the meeting, like, oh, I miss them all. You're like... I personally think you are a big... Lying monster. You see any tears there? I don't. No. Also, like, if you're cooking that meal, any chef worth their salt, Eddie and I like to think that on certain dishes I qualify as a chef. Spag bowl unbeaten. You're trying it on the way. So if you're trying to tell me that when you're making beef wellington, you aren't trying before you're giving it out to everyone and you, like... Or you tell me you did try it and you just happened to not get any of the death cat mushrooms. Then you sit down and eat it with your kids as well. And only you and your kids don't eat the death caps, but everyone else does. Like, who the fuck's believing that? Imagine her sitting there, like, watching them eat it, just loving it. it there's a serious... Like getting off on there's it. There's a type of... Like, it's actually like... This is a really etch type of psychopath if... Proven to be guilty. Like, this is a sinister. You're preparing it. You're watching it. You're like, oh, yeah, would you like some more? Yeah. Like, it's a fucking sick, sick puppy. Oh, sick, sick puppy. Not as sick as that sick, sick puppy who knocked off her husband and was, like, boiling him up for a stew and shit. You remember that that chick in... Uh, was she trying to feed him to these people as well? She was going to feed him to the, his kids or something. Do you remember that? Yeah, I In that weird that. little etch town on the way to Scone, that part of the world. Oh. It's a little fucking shit hole. I can't remember what it's called. Gonna annoy me. Uh, in where is this? Uh, yeah, seven years ago. What's this? What's it called? The town. Um, let me see. Aberdeen near the Hunter. Aberdeen. Island. That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Can, can yeah, you, can she you, was a sick little puppy, dude. Can you explain to me, Dave, what this headline is on that picture there? Australian mushroom poisoning case. Deadly lunch called in bid to win ex-husband back? So what? They're saying that 
the allegation is that to try and win her husband, who she's tried to kill four times allegedly, back, she's had a lunch. Maybe. So this was from... A lunch that left three people dead. Go down. Sorry. This is from August 11. So this could have been when there was a lot of speculation going on uh, about this. No, so she held the lunch because she wanted to reconcile with her ex-husband. So she's like, come over and we can talk about how I'm going to get him back. That's what she's saying, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Try to negotiate a reconciliation after she tried to kill him multiple times. Yeah, this this chick's a fucking. Whereas what she probably wanted was just a again allegedly off them all. A bit of the Aberdeens about this Sheila. Yeah, bit of the Aberdeens about her. Um, anyway, we will be coping. We will be keeping a close eye on this punters and dribblers. If it was in New South Wales, you best believe we'd be nipping down to that courthouse for a couple be, of fucking days, that'd, mate. That'd be wall to wall. Yeah. So the hearing date is set for the third of May. So still a long time. She's going to be remanded in custody for that whole time. I think so. Yeah. I mean, maybe they could let her out on bail if they deem her not Don't to be a threat. Don't let her out. But uh, so it says on Friday, uh, police sought a 20-week adjournment to allow sufficient time to analyze computer equipment seized at her home. Uh, they raided the home and they deployed, I didn't know this was a thing, technology detector dogs who were trained to sniff items such as phones, laptops, and USBs. This is what I was going to bring up next is like they, these pooches, not sick puppy like her, but these pooches can sniff out tech like if you're burying shit in the backyard. I didn't think tech smelled. I can't smell, obviously, but, like, what's a phone smell like? Well, it'd be, like, the the min- the, the elements and shit in it, like mm. lithium and shit. Or could it smell like you, for example? Potentially. Potentially. It's interesting. If you're going to get rid of stuff, don't bury it in your backyard. I know. You know what I mean? Drive up into the fucking mountains. And, Use your and, surroundings. And and, th- and bury it or throw it somewhere fucking random as shit. Yeah. Into a lake. Into the ocean. Off a cliff. It's, it, I mean, it just, uh, you know, it seems obvious to me. Yeah. I could hide shit, I reckon. Fucking oath. Little tinny out the heads. Boom. See you later. No one's finding it ever. No. Gone. See you later. Now, if they're watching you do this, they'd be like, because they might be casing the, they might be fine. Yeah, but you get rid of it before you're a suspect. Yes. You True. get you get rid of it in the act of doing it. Basically, same day. Same time. Yeah. You're not fucking doing it later when you got eyeballs all no, over you. That not. doesn't make any no, sense. No, it makes no sense. I'm trying to work out if she's an evil genius or just a sicko who no one really cottoned on to what she was doing until it was too late. I think there's got to be a little bit of evil genius in the in the death cap mushroom procurement not procurement but like that going to that as an option most people just go you know knives strangulation old school sort of methods but this is pretty this is thinking outside the box i wonder if there's an element to this where it's like you're more cowardly like you just she's just such a fucking allegedly like cowardly loser who can't do and i'm not saying there's any honor in just killing someone but like She's feeble. So it's like, I've got to poison these people without them knowing, without them fucking, you know what I mean? Apparently women poison statistically. That would make sense. <laughs> it would make a lot of sense. That, did you learn that from Deadlock? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I assume this truth. It's true. It? No, I think it is true. Yeah. Shout out to Deadlock. I couldn't, be, I couldn't get past the second episode. Tried. That fucking seal was just so fake at the moment. And also the overacting of that fucking out of town cop it's just too much too much for you too much 
Punters and Dribblers, it is at this halfway juncture in today's podcast that we would like to remind you the Big Day Rosé back on sale tonight. 6 p.m. Hellosport.shop. This is the time to get it if you want to have yourself stocked up for the silly season into horizontal season. This is it. Yesterday was the official launch of silly season. It's now time to make the official purchase for silly season, and that is Big Day Rosé. Be smart. Be strong. Be, be powerful. S- be smart about it. Quick shout out to our old friends, the Chopper Roos, Tom. What? They've claimed their fourth straight Timber Sports Team World Championship, defeating the USA in front of a sold-out crowd. Sold out? How many people in that sold-out crowd? Oh, you'd have to think a couple of thousand. Well, I'd hope more. I'm thinking 30, 40, 50, 60,000. 100, 2, 3, 4, 5, 600, 700,000. David, if you could uh, yeah. hang a light, you could shit on the uh, attendance. Now, if it was held so at Allianz, they'd say it was a sold-out night. 6,500. In the German city of Stuttgart. Oh, Stuttgart. 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 Big yeah. timber sports people, the German, are they? Apparently so. We can't make a fucking final. We can't win a bloody comp to save their lives. What do you mean, just generally? Well, we won. You know what I mean? The Germans did. Oh, well, no, but we won our fourth straight. Yeah. Like so we're no a basis. fucking... No, we're a force to be reckoned with. Chopperoos. Yesterday, Melbourne Cup, Eddie. Well, sorry, when this is coming out, it'll be two days ago. Melbourne Cup. Just a quick thank you to our Lord and Saviour, St. Peter Volandis, for obviously having us uh, at the Movers and Shakers lunch. Son of Christ, grandson of God. Yeah. Movers and Shakers lunch. Always a nice day. Spread phenomenal. Like, if I could starve myself for like two days, and obviously my lead-in was was hampered a little bit, but starve myself for two days, get in there, and just fucking pound the spread into the core of the earth. It's one of the it's it's one of if not the best buffet I've gone to. Yeah. It's not a lot of buffets. Sometimes you go there either the food's been out for too long or it tastes like shit or it's rubbery. Like the lamb yesterday was fucking unbelievable. The lamb was like, I want to peel back my doona cover, get the lamb in bed with me, pull yep. the covers over, turn the lights off, and get to work. That's exactly right. Bestiality sort of Be, stuff. Well, exactly right. Exactly right. The, did you have the Alaskan crab ravioli? Did I have it, Eddie? Not only did I have it, but I fucking housed it inside of maybe five seconds while still allowing myself the full opportunity to taste and experience it. The roast vegetables were unbelievable. Yeah, Usually I think they're a little bit undercooked. Fucking delicious. The yep, sashimi. The sashimi. Unbelievable. The oysters were okay, but like I'm not... I'm not expecting greatness at a buffet out of an oyster. The oysters were good enough. They were okay. The pork crackling, well, the pork generally, paired with the crackling that was still on top. Tell you what else is a nice touch in a buffet? French fries. Really nice touch. Yeah, it's 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 basically making you, like, you might be intimidated by the high-caliber nature of a buffet and go, oh, fuck, like, wow, like, lobster tail and shit is a little overwhelming for me. I'm not like, I don't know what I'm doing here. It's nice and ritzy. Mover and shakery. Then you see the fry, the French fry, and you're immediately like calm to like, I know this. Well, you know your way around a French fry. It it brings you down to not earth, but it reminds you of what you know. Like what what's that? Love. What was that ravioli called again? Uh, Alaskan Alaskan crab. crab. You walk, you see Alaskan crab ravioli. You go, wow. Yeah. 
this might be too much buffet for me. Then you see French fries two sto- two doors down. Yeah. Three doors down. Great bad. Well, that's the everyman in, in PVL. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, you'd be mistaken for thinking sometimes that he is just a lobster tail, Alaskan crab ravioli, uh, oyster sashimi yeah. type operator. But he's still got that French fry. Well, he's the Pepsi Max French fry guy as well. It's what makes him so good at the job he does is that he can traverse multiple worlds at multiple times. He can play both sides of the buffet. Correct. Both ends. Yeah. The Ritzy and the... Common man. That's exactly right. There was lobster there, punters and dribblers. There were prawns there, punters and dribblers. Mm-hmm. Un-fucking-believable. Shout out to PBL. I did have a chocolate brownie with custard as well. Did ya? Yeah. As I left, you know, I said to you, I go, I'm going to go and put a hurting on that dessert bar. Did ya? Didn't touch it. Now, was that because I was strong-willed or was that because there was a line? You be the, you be the judge. Yeah, I, I, I pounded a fucking brownie. It was unbelievable with custard. Uh, verbal day sort of day. Oh, it was a verbal day. It, it just was. It was a verve all day from start to finish. That's all I drank, verve. Maybe I had one beer at the end. Can't remember. Anyway. Uh, in terms of the cup itself, we had a mixed day. We didn't really punt that well, Tom and I. I got without a fight uh, as part of like four fucking runners I had in the Melbourne Cup, so I got some monies. And in fairness, you got that from Ella. And you made the great point. You go, I've got to get on that. Because Ella's on it and she'll just pick it because that's often chick's luck. I, go, I then went to get on it as well and I picked the wrong fucking horse. As soon as Ella got on I go, this thing will win. Because she's on it. And that's what Sheila's do. They walk in and they pick winners based yep. on nothing at all. Yep. Actually, I think it might have been a tip she got from a mate. Not important. Same thing. Without a fight gets the dub. Uh, congratulations if you were on. Now, there was an omen, Tom. Oh, my God. God, there was uh, one of the great omens. I'm fucking furious that I didn't see it till after the race. Same, but a man was on his way. I may have even seen it before the race. Now I think about it, and just forgotten. Let me just get up exactly what was written, punters and dribblers. But this is the this is a perfect example of if you get on it, it loses. So this bloke, who's I don't know his name here. Can you find it, Dave, for yeah. me? Public service announcement for the P's and D's. On a day when everyone is in need of an omen, I'll present one to you. On the way into work this morning, floating out at sea, I uncover a shiny pink omen. Pink omen is a, what looks like a birthday balloon. Once, what what was a birthday balloon? The number three. Currently sitting at $7 on Neds. Once the bookies hear about this, I expect it to plummet to a heavy favourite. So load up, boys. Studying the form. God, never offshore bank accounts in the Cayman Islands soon. Blokes on a fucking boat in the way to work. Alex Wardle finds a three floating in the water. Shock horror. Three gets up. I mean, it's just... And the fact that he got it in there at 8.36am. Yeah. And the fact that he also took it out of the water because he's a good Samaritan and doesn't want to choke a turtle. Well, he's not going to get even home and floating around, is he? You don't. You don't float past an omen. You don't float past an omen. Absolutely not. I might have forgotten. Anyway, if you were on that, shout out to you. I wasn't. I wasn't on much. Although, with like 100 to go, my trifecta was on, and then it wasn't. Yeah. 
just so everyone knows that. Thanks, buddy. Really exciting. A couple more things. One more thing, really, before we get to a couple of dribbles. Dave, I saw an article or a headline on Channel 9 Instagram the other day, yesterday, that really pissed me off. Now, I didn't read the article, so I don't know whether I should be pissed off or not. But the assertion was that beep tests are now bad for kids. It better be from a physical standpoint and not some like, oh, it's bad for their mental health that like some fat kid can't run faster than another person, which I also wouldn't be shocked if that's what it is. Phone slipped. I have not read the article. I don't know what it's about. If I'm going to guess, I'm going to guess that fat kids are feeling vulnerable. Put down the fucking sugar, brah. Yeah. Like, the fact that we're trying to pretend... Like overeating and sugar isn't the cause for these fucking problems is madness to me. Mm-hmm. You weren't, you didn't come out of the womb a little fatty. Do we, we you got about, there through we overeating. About that photo of like, uh, it was like of high school kids on like a jungle gym or something back in the back fucking in the 80s, 70s, the 70s, or 70s and they're 70s. ripped to shit. Every single person is fucking yoked. Not a fatty in sight. It's genetics. No, it's not. No, it's not. So. Now, Let's get it up. Yep. So what's going on here? There are researchers at the University of South Australia that are putting the beep test under the microscope, it says, to see if it could be leading children to developing a negative view of exercise. So what they said here is that uh, measuring children's fitness was important, but methods such as the beep test could evoke unpleasant emotional responses. And negative responses during exercise can be a strong predictor of future exercise participation. Right, so uh, you're not good. You're not good at it yet. So, so you may not like. You have to basically be d- dominant or like successful at exercise for it to be. Do you know what I mean? Well, you could be successful, but you could still not enjoy it. They said we want children to enjoy exercise. So, understanding how fitness tests are currently being used in Australia and how children feel about fitness tests is important to try improve overall fitness and health. In- Sounds to me like they just don't want testing. Yeah. That's what it sounds Beep like. Beep tests aren't meant to be fun, right? Like, it's meant to test how fucking fit you are. It's a test. Like, why don't you fucking... Why don't we make uh, school exams funner? Like, I fucking sucked at those things. Yeah, li- like... Oh, uh, fucking school exams are like... They're not the best way to educate or to test my knowledge retention because it fucking makes me feel bad when I don't do well. Yeah. I mean... If you enjoyed the HSC, you're a fucking psychopath. Yeah. Looking at you, Steph Allen. Yeah. Like, it's <laughs> yeah. it's not it's not enjoyable. And you just get on with it, right? You just you just you you pucker up. You that suck w- it up. Yeah, pucker up pucker up's kissing. Okay, you suck it up. Suck it up. Pucker up is yeah. You don't want to kiss during a beep test. Suck it up. Not suck it, suck it up. Mm. Don't suck it. Um, what do you think, Dave? You seem to think I can already just tell by the tone of your voice. That's how well I know you now that you, your little blue hair, fucking spidey senses. Well, like, I, no, it's cool. I do think kind of what you were saying about testing was. I know you're being sarcastic, but it's probably right. I don't think like standardized testing and that stuff is. And I think there are studies that prove that. I don't know about this. What it also says in this article says that more than eighty percent of Australian children are not meeting national guidelines for physical activity. And 25% of Australian children and teens are now either overweight or obese. So, and what's the percentage? This, 
25% either overweight or obese. Not enough babe tests. Well, more so babe tests. I wonder whether you should be mandating exercise in school more. Like, they try, it, I think they do. That's what like, sports but, for. But more. Like, so what I mean is like if they're like making the balance even more exercise heavy. Like that's got to have such a bearing on, you know, obviously mentally, but then like your mental, how you're feeling mentally is how you're going to fucking approach your studies and all that sort of bullshit. We like, were playing golf the other day, you and I, and they kids weren't, they didn't stop moving in the fucking, the playground. Like when we were hitting past that. Oh yeah. They, everyone's running. Running. Like, so you got to be fucking overeating if you're fat at that age. Well, but we don't people know. People did not stop running. No, but we also don't know whether that's the entire uh, cohort. There could so? have been some fatties on the bleachers sitting there fucking <laughs> pounding yogos. Like, we don't know. <laughs> we don't know. But I mean, you can't mandate it during lunchtime. Like, don't tell me what to do in my, in my, in my time, in yard time. If I want to go and, you know, sit there and pound yogos, so be it. But like, there's nothing else to do though. You should be I'm doing. Saying. Do you do PE every day at school? I don't. You didn't do. You did no, it twice we, a week or some shit. When I was in primary school, it was Fridays was sport day. Every Friday, and then at high school, we was it twice a week? I think for PE. Yeah, I think we were twice a week. But then, like year ten or eleven remember. onwards, you didn't have to if you weren't doing. Yeah, mate. When you I was have a- to do something like every day. Yeah, but you so twice a week and then you do But sport. not every school makes you play for a sporting team. I Mate, in Dubbo, you could do 10-pin bowling as a sport, and I did. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, that's good. Unbelievable. That is nice. You're not fucking shedding calories, though, playing 10-pin bowling. You're no, not. you're not. And I'm sure they would have given you the option to use fucking the rolling thing as well. Well, because there's also ice hockey up there. There's also coke, and there's also time crisis. So, like, you know, you're flat out. Yeah. You're surrounded by candy and shit, right? You can... Make bad decisions. You can make real bad decisions. So it's not horses for courses. Get them exercising every well, it's day. Not, it is horses for courses. And obviously, you know, I could take some of my own advice on the exercising every day. Well, that's day. why you're allowed to talk about it. Yeah. Because you know. I you know. know what you get up to. I know. You know why you're big. Yeah, I know. And he means jacked, but I do know for yeah. sure. It's not because you eat fucking grapes and go to bed early. And Grapes you know. are actually, I think, like the, the, the lolly of the fruit world. Yeah, but there's fibre in them. Sure, but I don't think grapes what you should be having. Insert healthy food here. Blueberry, I'd say. A blueberry. Blueberries, I think, fucking good for you. Well, I believe the blueberry, Tom, is what they refer to as a superfood. Yep. Superfood error. What else is a superfood, might you ask, punters and dribblers? Kale. Uh, Dude, can I say something about kale? I don't know if it's my lovely wife just preparing kale in such a way that I'm starting to really fucking vibe it, but I'm, I've had a bit of a renaissance with kale. Mm. Me and kale are getting on pretty well. Yeah. There's a guy in our year. Do you remember a guy called Kale, Sebo? Yeah. <laughs> there was a kale at our school. Um, His name was Kale, K-A-L-E. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Kale. Steph, as well, puts kale in like this uh, risotto she makes sometimes, and I'm like, holy shit, dude, I can get around kale – but again, very circumstantially or situationally. I had kale the other day with avocado on toast for breakfast with a bit of kimchi. Kimchi good for the guts. Kimchi is elite, dude. Kimchi yeah. is very Kimchi good. is so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, the Croatians do this cabbage thing, which is kimchi-ish. Because mm. like, it's kind of like fermented, right? Yeah, fermented yeah. cabbage with chili. Good gear, actually. Fuck, I love, the, the the fermenting and pickling of things is mm. is where, where it's what's it's where it's at. That's where it's at. That's where it's at. 
We've just started pickling our own cucumbers, and pickles are expensive. So how's that going? That's very blue hair of you. It's good because you buy nothing wrong with that. You buy one jar of pickles. You take, you finish those pickles. You just chuck more cucumbers in. How long do they take to pickle? Cucumbers very quick, like quick? 24, 48 hours. Fair dinkum. They, they get more pickled over time and they get less crunchy, but you can taste the pickles after, you can taste the pickliness after like a day. I, really? Yeah. I, there is something for me, and this is obviously like, I don't know, There's a, it's not rational in the germaphobe sort of shit in my brain, but like uh, inner city pickling makes me feel sick. But like if you live on a farm or some shit and you do some pickling, then I'm like, Give me that fucking homegrown. Pickle. So you don't like you don't you like you the idea of him w- pickling on his fucking windowsill in some jar that used to have something in it. I'm like, you we keep it in pay the fridge. It. Huh? We keep it in the fridge. Yeah, whatever. Would, oh, is vinegar is vinegar like a is a yeah, does it have disinfectant qualities? I think yeah, so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because is it like it alcohol in that way? Like to which basically count as your germaphobe. Oh, it's, but it's 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 sometimes germaphobe isn't about germs. I'm just using the germaphobe. It's just more like whatever it is. I'm not touching his inner city pickles. You can use vinegar to clean mold. Ah, uh, really you well. can. Yeah, we in our old mouldy fucking house, we had to do that. Spraying vinegar everywhere. Yeah, so vinegar does meet the criteria to be considered a disinfectant, but obviously it's not as effective as like commercial cleaners and stuff like that. Yeah, but commercial cleaners are to fucking blame for like those super bugs and shit. You know what I mean? Oh, are they? Why? Not not because it kills ninety nine point nine percent of germs. Not the Wuhan lab. So that fucking point zero one percent that's left just gets to fucking mutating. Anyway, let's dribble because well, just, just we've got places we to be, on. people to see, and I want to have lunch. Yep. Superfoods is a marketing term and is not commonly used by experts, dietitians, or nutrition scientists. So you t- what? You, are they going to tell me blueberries are no good for me now? Well, you can't fucking keep up. Yeah, yeah like you can't. They better be good for me, blueberries, because I fucking love them. This one, uh, not really a dribble, but it's more of a shout-out. You don't get too many rugby league shout-outs. I want to give a uh, shout-out to Ruben Garrick, uh, Tom Stipley, Pesekka, Tom Dvojevic, and Bogey and Parker. Had a uh, charity golf day with one of my mates, one of my best mates, and the boys came down to Goulburn and absolutely hooked in. They came down and tore up the pub the night before and played. Over uh, 18 holes auctioned off to groups and then they hit the pub and, you know, they ripped in, had a good time, had yarns, very approachable bloke. So in a world where there's not a whole lot of positive shout-outs to the professional athletes, massive uh, shout-out to those blokes. You know, they gave time to everyone, had the opportunity to have uh, good yarns (laughs) to Garrick and uh, Bradley Yant. Bradley Yant's our first try scorer 2021 magic round never. Did have uh, a bit of cash on that video ref overruled and never. But yeah, shout out to the Manly boys. Don't go for them, but they definitely uh, softened the heart today. So shout out to those fellas. Cheers. Um, obviously, it's the greatest club of all time, mate. So I'm not surprised that the boys were that hospitable. No, of course they were. I um I would like to know whether he's recording that straight after the event as he's like walking home. That sounded like a hiccup. It sounded like that bloke had a couple of rums on board. Yeah, and he was hiccuping his way home. Yeah, hope he got home, bro. Often a good way to get home though to hiccup. What hiccup? Well, I fucking hate the hiccups. So do I. But as soon as I got them, the only thing I'm focused on is getting rid of them. I'm not even. I'm probably you know. The only thing more annoying than hiccups is when your fucking kid has them and they won't go to sleep because they're hicking up and you're like, what have I got to do? to try and get rid of these fucking hiccups from a truck. Because you know how to get rid of them yourself. 
Well, most people do. I You come across people that don't, though. And I'm like, how old are you? Yeah. How long have you been on this earth and you can't get rid of your own hiccups, bro? What's going on? Like, have you even tried before? Mm. Have, have you, ever, you even tried? What do you, hold your breath? Fucking skull. You breathe water. over them, you yeah. fucking idiot. Change the tempo, son. Swallow over them, breathe over them, change the tempo. And then some people are like, oh, you do a handstand and drink water. You're like, who the fuck has time for that, dude? Just yeah, learn I'm how to get rid of it. not a clown, dickhead. Yeah, sorry. Although I did go to clown school one summer. Not did you? Have we talked about that? <laughs> I think so, yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> mum sent me. I, I wish I remembered stuff. Well. Yeah, mum sent me to clown school. I learned how to like fucking. What was your name? No, I don't think. Fatso? No, listen, that was probably a joke you made last time. You yeah, fucking it was. Dog. Was it? <laughs> was yeah. it? There you yeah. go. I, you, we didn't come up with clown names. It was just learning clown What skills. was your strength? Stilts. Unicycle. <laughs> Stilts. Yeah, dude. Jesus Christ. I would fucking pay good money to see you on a unicycle now, mate. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, they're not easy. And stilts. Stilts. Stilts not that hard. But just seeing you on them. Again, I was younger, so maybe that was just... A stilts a nick? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Like, as in if you're still into them. Yeah. Yeah, unicycles are. Yeah. Because you see people that are into unicycles. Or, like, penny farthings. Yeah. If you're into penny farthings now, dude, you're that's like... Mate, that's Ick City. Penny farthings ones with a huge front wheel, small back wheel. Yeah, I know. That's I know. real, like, Newtown Brunswick vibes. Yeah, dude. That's, that's Do people get away around Newtown on penny farthings? I haven't seen one yet, although I feel like I saw a photo the other Your day. Your kind would of, definitely um, ride them around. Your kind would, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I saw a photo the other day of a delivery driver on a penny farthing. Get fucked. That wouldn't shock me. And then because there's a sound like, well, they're actually way quicker. Which they're not. Sydney's too hilly to be getting around on a penny farthing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and also life's too short. Like, what are you doing? Great point. What, what are, are you doing? doing? Um, off we go. Yeah, let's keep going. Fuck, I'm hungry. Oh, I'm starving. Uh, g'day, Tom, Eddie, Dior, Tobler, Punters, and the Dribblers. Nilso, Nilso, the Nova Castor in here. It's uh, been, been a while, but just replying to Sherlock Holmes Dribbler from last week. Mate, I agree. I think we need to make a comeback of all the great original dribblers on the hotline from many years ago, pre-COVID. It was, you know, such the zenith of the dribblers hotline. Got a question for you all. Who would be on the Mount Rushmore of the dribbler hotline? No, I'm not saying like baggy green members or, you know, people on the Facebook page that do some great work. I'm talking strictly dribblers hotline from over the years. Take into account... What would look good carved into that mountain? The Mount Rushmore of punters and dribblers. The hotline. My top four on the Mount Rushmore would be, number one, Hitman. I think he would look great. A big cowboy hat, a Cobra on top of Hitman's head, carved into that mountaintop. It would look fucking terrific. Number two, KTD, kicking key dribbler. Sharpshooter carved into the mountain. I reckon that would look pretty good. Number three, Danny Exotic. The architect of that nose ring and some R&R carved onto that mountain. I think that would look fucking great. And the last one, for that Mount Rushmore of the Dribbler Hotline, I've gone with a bloke that used to ring up and he used to drop hints and that to Tom. He used to live on the same street as Tom in Barrel. And he used to drop hints and tips on who he was and Tom had no fucking idea who he was. It was probably about 2018, 2019 Dribbler Hotline days. So 
Yeah, that's my top four. Honourable mention, Sleep Dribbler. Probably looks like the Undertaker. That would look all right. But let me know, who's your Mount Rushmore of the Dribbler hotline? Good uh, question, Thanks, Nilso. boys. <laughs> Love triangles never. Pepsi Max forever. Nilso out. Cheers, boys. Nilso. How'd he go on that show? I think he got fucking brushed, but I don't know. I didn't watch it. So you're just, you're just assuming? Well, uh, I just saw some like Instagram things on his Instagram where it looked like she was interested in the other guy. Is that right? Shout out to Neil. Shout so, to great Neil, question, so bro. Rock the fucking hat like crazy on that series as well, I believe. Um, the Midnight Blue. The Midnight Blue, the original Didge. I, I think Sleep Dribbler's got to be up sleep there. Sleep Dribbler's up there. I think the big taste in the Tasty Boys occupy one head, but like mashed together. Well, it's it's basically an amalgamation of their faces. Yeah. Or their little mini faces on yeah. one bigger face. Yeah. Because they, how many dribbles was it? 30 like, odd? Yeah, 30 or 40. It, it just, it came out of nowhere and it was... It was fucked. We released it. We edited, we, we used a couple on the podcast and we put out a bespoke Tasty Boys podcast of all their dribbles. We did actually, didn't we? Yeah. Jesus, that was the zenith of the hotline. Yeah. Then, so we've got Sleep Dribbler, Tasty Boys. Danny Exotic is pretty good, but Danny Exotic, I think, really proved himself in the P's and D's when Penrith made their first grand final. He had that fucking seven-day bender. Um, And he'd do the Nabes videos. The Nabes videos, And he'd edit them together and shit, so that's more punters and dribblers. Yeah. Um, Now, there's a few more here where, like, the guy that the holiday... Fucking Roots guy was really funny. I really like him. I really like that guy. Oh, the stats man. The no, stats. There's the stats man as well. Yeah, he's good. What well, I enjoy stats. So I enjoy obviously stats, I like when he yeah. calls in. And he's got that dry monotone, monotone voice. Ken from Kensington. Where Ken from Kensington. Him? He's all right. He's a bit performative. So, like, I like Ken, but to be Mount Rushmore. I don't know if Ken gets Mount Rushmore, unfortunately, for Ken. No. Problem is, Tom, I'm, I'll be forgetting so many. Yes. Correct. Love the hitman, but I don't think the hitman gets up there. No, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. Dave, are we forgetting any? Mm, Not top tier that I can remember. We need the dribblers to help out here. Nilso, look, I'm not going to... Because I don't remember shit. But you were an early days, you know, you're an early days fucking dribbler. You're not in Mount Rushmore, though. You're a famed oh, I don't though. think he was calling up for us to put him on there, though. No, you know I mean? no, I don't think so. I don't think Nilsa's not that sort of guy. No, he's not. Anyway, I like the question. I did like the question. Maybe start a poll in P's and D's. Yeah, do that. Tom, Eddie, Dior, Tobler, nearly married dribbler here, and I'm just catching up on some episodes after the honeymoon. And I come across episode 562, Emotional Castration, where you're talking about biohazards on a plane. Now, I am slightly lactose intolerant, but not enough to avoid delicious, cheesy foods. And I was on a flight home from Perth, and I was in the lounge and got stuck into some delicious arancini balls. Anyway, that was good. Into my work, few balls, few beers. Board the flight, and not long after takeoff, there's a rumbling in my tummy that needs addressing urgently. So... The toilet light comes on, we're up at the altitude. I make my way to the bathroom and there's a slight line in front of me, two to three deep, nothing too concerning, but I'm starting to lose the battle. I politely ask the man in front of me if I may go in front and express the situation, to which, within his rights, he declined. What a dog. I finally get to the toilet, rip the strides down, and I lose a little bit in the undies, and 
next thing you know, I'm on the toilet and the rest goes in there, that's all good. Okay, this is quite violent and I'm in there for a good 20 minutes and at which case the air hostess is knocking on the door asking if I'm okay. I explained to her I'm fine. This happens two more times. The third time, I don't know if she couldn't hear me asking if I was okay. She opens the door to check on me as I am mid-wipe, and uh, you've been in an aeroplane toilet before, I'm not a stand-up wiper, but you have to slightly get up and lean forward. And anyway, she opens the door to me, standing up, wiping my ass, dick and balls hanging down with a little bit of pooey undies sitting on the floor. <laughs> Needless to say, next time the drinks car came around, there was no eye contact. Oh my God, dude. Wow. That is fucked up. Mate, like... <sighs> For him to say I'm I'm not that lactose intolerant, um, I I think maybe you are yeah. based on that story. I don't think that's something you do. I'm not that lactose intolerant. Like you've yeah. just destroyed a shitter on the fucking on a flight. Like I'm not that allergic to bees, but if one stung me in the neck, I'd fucking die. Like what are we talking about here? Like you're either allergic or you're not. Sounds like you had cheese and destroyed a shitter on yeah. a plane for forty minutes. That's what I it initially like thought when I'm like the guy in front's like, nah, I'm cool, bro. There's two there's two ways to think about this. It's like if someone's really in need, if you go like, hey dude, I'm about to fucking shit myself really bad. Can you please let me go forward? I'm probably gonna say, yeah, all good. But I could also understand people who are like, Why the fuck would I want you to go in there and blow up that thing? Then I've got to go in after you and fucking sit in it. Well you you'd hope there's two toilets. I think Well, then maybe not. If it's a domestic flight, there's usually only one, isn't there? I can't recall. If he's in there for fucking 20 minutes, 40 minutes, by himself, like, well, that's the problem as well. Mate, he'd have more than the air hostess knocking on the door, I'd think, if there was only one toilet. He'd have people going, oi, brah, hurry up. So there must be two, which means that the dog in front of him who wouldn't allow him is a dog. Is a dog. Because there's two toilets, you'd use the other one. You'd have to have two. Yeah, so there's on a Boeing 767, there's two toilets, row 17, row 38, as well as. I think a like business class, first class one. But on a domestic flight, you just got there's that. more than one type of plane, though, David. Yeah, that's. I feel like that's what they mostly use for domestic flights. No, you seven, reckon they six, only seven use seven Boeing seven six sevens? That was just the first one that came. There's up. no first class. Very rarely first class on domestic flights. Well, very rarely. Yeah. There's usually and there's very rarely a middle toilet. It's usually just one on either end. Yes, correct. Never been to Queensland. One more. Guy, that's right. One more. One more, and then we're off to lunch. One more. I can hear my salad calling. G'day, boys. Um, here to make a public apology to the uh, better half um, of a dribbler somewhere out there. So I was uh, on the Goldie and Burley, uh, walking the dog down the main road there, uh, and saw a saw a young lady wearing a bloke hat, and I thought, oh. You know, she's part of the bloke community, must be part of the Hello Sport community. And I was actually wearing um, my bloke hat, just in a different iteration, but similar hat. And I've uh, sort of pointed to my hat and sort of tipped it to her, giving her like, a, oh, you're a dribblet, you know, yada, yada, cool hat. She gave me the polite sort of smile and nod. That was me, uh, I guess, thinking that she was acknowledging, fuck yeah, I'm part of the community, in which I completely mistook that. So I have just ripped the biggest fucking come on of my life. Like down on one knee, punching my head self in the forehead. Down on one knee? So aggressive. 
veins bursting out of my eyes in the middle of the street. She's fucking jumped and dropped whatever she had in her arm. And I've kind of, while I'm down there going, like halfway through, I've already committed, I've realised, oh, she's got no fucking clue what I'm doing. She must just be wearing her partner's hat. So at this point, I've ripped her, come on! <laughs> she dropped something, I'm about a metre or two from her in the middle of the road. And all of a sudden, people start getting on from their chairs because they're right out in front of cafes, sort of intervening, like, hey, what's going on here? What the fuck's wrong with you? And you okay, the young lady? And me kind of a little bit of shock myself that this didn't come off. Um, and tried to kind of half-ass explain, oh, oh no, it, um, oh, it's, it's okay. I, I, we, we listen to the same podcast. Uh, I don't even know who he is. And uh, anyway, it was a whole kerfuffle. So uh, if the fella's listening... Um, just wanted to apologise to Mrs. I didn't really get a chance to in public as I was quickly whisked away. <laughs> oh and, my um, god. Yeah, I guess they thought I was a local lunatic. So sorry to whoever's out there. My bad. That's yeah. fucking insane. He was whisked away. God. That's a, but that's a high stakes come on though to a chick in a hat where like obviously we got plenty of driblets out there who uh, we adore. But it's high stakes, public area. You're in the middle of the road. It's extremely high stakes. A little, and you could just flick the come on. A little come on would have done the job to yeah. get down on the knee. Uh, like you've just taken a fife <laughs> or a hat trick. That's that's Kendrick Hatton taking international scouts yeah, sort exactly. of stuff. Holy shit, mate! Yeah, I, I, I still wonder with Kendo whether he meant that they were just taken whilst he was international. Like he wasn't in Australia. That's for Kendo to it. Yeah, iron to out. address, but. That's a high stakes come on, and high with high risk comes high reward. But with high risk comes devastating L's because yeah. rarely is that going to come off, mate. No. Rarely, I don't think. What What did you expect to to get in return? Did you expect her to drop her shopping and come on back? Like maybe. Like what was your perfect case scenario? Yeah. Have you even workshopped that, or are you just going off instinct, which you might have? In fairness, the come on often an instinct-based call. You see, you react, you calm. <laughs> you know? Great point. Yeah. Um, reach out, dribblet. Yeah, reach out. If you are the miso or boyfriend, uh, let us know. Reach out. Give us your version of events. Love to hear from you. Yeah. Uh, that is us. That's us. Big Day Rosé tonight. Six o'clock, hellosport.shop. Make smart decisions. See you there. Big Bye-bye. day, motherfucker Rose. Could you two just not talk anymore? <laughs>